This is the In the Money podcast for Friday, October 14th, College Scholarship Day at Keeneland. Thanks for tuning in. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We'll take a look at the late pick four, which includes the grade three Sycamore. And Jim, this starts with the seventh race, two-year-old filly maiden, smile at a 16th on the turf. Who'd you like? Yeah, I thought this was wide open. I'm going to go, I think, four deep in the pick four. Kind of like Boltoro for Mark Cassie. This filly uh, debuted on the turf at Kentucky Downs and uh, didn't get much play. It was 11-1, to 1, but almost got the winner, Stellar Lady, at, at, the, at the wire. And only got beat a nose. Uh, jumped up from a 38 to a 60 buyer. The 60 buyer, if I'm not mistaken, is the top in the uh, in the field except for Kelly's Grit, uh, who had a 68 at Saratoga. So I'm going to take Baltoro because of the good form coming out of Kentucky Downs. I'm going to use Callie's grid. I'm going to say that she did not like Kentucky Downs. She goes off at uh, a little less than three to one down there and ran into a chop chop and towhead, two horses that came back here and ran well. And um, she be your best beat her in the Oprah at, at Saratoga. So she's obviously got some ability for Joe Sharp uh, over her head in the $500,000 stakes race. But back to the maiden special weight ranks, and I think she's got a big shot. Self-confident for Shug McGahee. Also, only got beat a neck at Kentucky Downs in a special weight. And Sun B for Graham Motion. Graham won a, horse, won a race here on Wednesday. And uh, this horse, two seconds in her first two outs at Colonial and Pimlico. So, there you go with the horses who've got uh, good experience in here. And um, Baltoro at 9-2, I'd take that right now. I'm, I'm using the same four horses that you mentioned, but I've got Sun B on top. Um, I like the improvement with the two turns. And the horse was sick, while well, second was six in front of the third place finisher, and motion one with one of these mid-Atlantic shippers yesterday or on, on the Wednesday card. So uh, I took Sunbee on top. Callie's grit uh, nearly put on top. I, I think uh, she's got a big shot in here. I mean, you talked about the you know tough uh, horses that she has been facing. I like that uh, Gaffleyone stays, and I think she's got a big shot. Self-confident, Botoro. The other one I uh, am going to include is. Noble Bernadette uh, on the debut for Ian Wilkes, and he's not a, a big first-out winner. Horse beat half the field in one of those tough Kentucky Downs races. Finished sixth out of 12. That's a, a quality first effort, and so I'm going to throw in Noble Bernadette as well. The eighth race is uh, non-winners of two lifetime allowance for three and up at six furlongs. You've got the horse that was the ultimate buzz horse on Derby Day, Strobe, and ran to the buzz with a sensational effort for Brad Cox. Big-time speed. So now the horse makes his return to the races after that triumphant debut, and I'm sure he will be bet off the board. I'm going to try to beat him. I think it's a two-horse race. I'm going to try to beat him with Maha Mel, who the angle is this horse has uh, a lot more experience, uh, several 90-plus buyers. It's a layoff, but it's Pletcher. The horse has been working well up at Belmont, and I think it's a big experience edge that this horse has while also having – you know, a good amount of ability as well. And uh, Strobe with the layoff and just the one start, I'm going to try to beat him, but got to use those two in the pick four. And you get a little better price certainly with Maha Mel. So within the race, I think I'll probably just play a straight bet on Maha Mel. If you wanted to go deeper, Overboar's last race was his best, but I think it's one of those top two, six or 12, and I'm taking six. How about you, Jim? I use six and 12. Strobe is my top pick here, but you're right. I don't think you'll get nine to five on the horse. I think it'd be more like six to five. 
I'm also going to use uh, Mahamel as, as a good alternative. I don't like the year off, but Pletcher is 20% uh, off the long layoff. So I think Gonzalez takes them out. So I think Mahamel is well met here. I'm also going to use Appeal Denied for Greg Foley. Coming off that maiden special weight win at Churchill on September 22nd, Orson won by two and a half. Uh, had not shown much in his previous uh, uh, seven furlong race at Churchill, but shortened back up to six furlongs, which is the distance of this, and kind of ran them off their feet with an 82 buyer. So this horse is, uh, doesn't have the layout problems that the other two. He's certainly in good form, and I'm going to use appeal tonight at eight to one for Johnny Velasquez and Greg Foley. Ninth race is the Grade Three Sycamore, three-year-olds and up at a mile and a half on the Keeneland Turf Course. Who do you like in here? I like them all. Uh, this is, uh, you know, you, you put three hundred thousand dollars out there and you get a Grade One level field instead of a Grade Three. And I don't like them all. Um, Mira Mission is probably my top pick here, coming off that Sword Dancer, got beat by Gufo by half length, has run against very good competition, only got beat in the Turf Classic on Derby Day by a Santine for by a neck. And 103 buyer last time out has four of the last five over 100 buyers, so the consistency is there. There's a lot of other horses here, though, that that if they run their best race, are going to be tough to handle. One of them is Highland Chief for Grand Motion. This horse has been off since July when he disappointed a little bit in the bowling green after winning the Man of War at Belmont in May with a 105 buyer. Trevor McCarthy uh, has ridden the horse, but Johnny Velasquez takes them out, which is a slight move up. Arclo for Brad Cox, always got to love this horse. Uh, he likes Keeneland. He's one for five with a second here. And he's run well in the past, including the Breeders' Cup turf here in, in 2020. So he got beat by Red Knight uh, last time out, and I'm going to take Red Knight as my fourth pick in here for Mike Maker. This horse seems to be right below this level. Uh, never has raced in a grade one, and these others have, but Red Knight uh, ran, ran really well in the Turf Cup at Kentucky Downs at a mile and a half. So I think those four plus probably Channel Maker just because of the back class in there. He hasn't been what he used to be, especially the Sword Dancer, but he could jump up and run. He's also run well at Keeneland. So going to go five deep there in a really nice renewal of Sycamore. I took uh, Mirror Mission on top off that 103 in the Grade One Sword Dancer, and four 100 or better buyers out of the last five starts. Third start off a layoff. Uh, I did a couple of interviews yesterday previewing this race. Uh, first with Julian Lamperu, who rides Mirror Mission, and this will show up on Keeneland social media. Uh, Julian. I asked him if he had any concerns about the mile and a half since the horse got to the lead in the stretch at a mile and a half last time and got passed by Gufo, who's admittedly a very good horse and loves Saratoga. But he said what happened was that he thought there was a Chad Brown horse that was kind of getting away, and he moved a little sooner than he really wanted to and thought that contributed to Gufo being able to catch him late. Uh, And then Highland Chief, I had picked second. I like the uh, switch to Johnny V. This horse is a grade one winner. Talked to Graham Motion, the trainer. He said they actually wanted to run the horse last weekend, and the horse came down with just a little bit of a cough, so they uh, postponed and ran here in the Sycamore. And uh, he said the horse, he thought, um, was had been off since the summer because he thought the horse really wasn't handling the heat well in the summer and thought this cooler weather would move up Highland Chief. Uh, and that'll be, uh, that'll be on the Today at Keeneland show on Friday. Uh, I've got Red Knight next. Had this horse on our podcast, uh, gave it out at a nice price uh, on the win last time at Kentucky Downs and, and bet it, and horses improved for Mike Maker. Uh, but 
uh, he, he could certainly win this, but uh, it's, you know, I'd, I'd want to be rewarded with the price. I don't, I don't put his chances quite as high, so I wouldn't want to take anything close to a short price. Got to have Arklow on the ticket, just on back class. And then I'm also going to include highest honors. It's Chad Brown, and uh, this horse ran a 96 buyer at Kentucky Downs last time, finished uh, right with some of these, and was doing it from the 10 hole. So if that horse draws in, I'll include that one. If he doesn't, then um, you could throw in another mystery if you want to go a little deeper for Chris Block. I'm not sure. That horse, I think, is probably more of a hit-the-board than a win type. But um, nevertheless, um, Chris Block wins big races sometimes. Uh, so I've got five deep on my pick four ticket, Mira Mission on top. Uh, takes us to the 10th race to wrap up the late pick four. Maiden claiming at the 20K level, six and a half furlongs, three-year-olds and up. I took Almanzo on top. There are three horses dropping from Maiden Special races to the $20,000 claiming level. And I think one of those three probably wins it. I took Almanzo on top. He's run here and run well before. The 11 impenetrable is Pletcher. The one is Cassie, Master Game. And uh, this horse has hooked some really good ones on dirt. So um, that was, I thought, noteworthy. So uh, eight, 11, and one, one of those three, I think, wins this. Who do you like in race 10? I like the eight. I think Wesley's dropping some horses now to try to get back uh, on his game. He's only won one race here uh, up until yesterday. He won another one yesterday. But um, dropping this horse back to 20,000 obviously has not been able to break through at the maiden special weight uh, level and back to dirt. I'm also going to throw in a horse here, and I like, in a $20,000 claimer, I like to play first-time starters. And Paulo Lobo has the first-time starter in Cooper time. And Corrales rides. Uh, Lobo's already two for four before yesterday. And this horse has got a lot, a long string of works at uh, Ellis and at Keeneland. And they were obviously trying to get him ready for Ellis. Didn't make it, but uh, maybe well-spotted here. These horses uh, have proven they can't win before. And Cooper time has not, so I'm going to use him in there just on my end goal is taking a first-time starter. But Almanzo is my win pick, but I'm going to just stay too deep in the pick four. Jim, time to give out our pick four tickets. What does yours look like starting in race seven? Couldn't come up with a single, but I'm real thin in the last leg. So I've got a $60 ticket, one two five nine with six eleven twelve, with one two four six seven in the Sycamore, with six eight in the finale for 60 bucks. I've got a $75 ticket. Couldn't find a single, so I'm going to go 12359 with 612 with 124713 with 3811. $75 ticket. So hopefully one or both of us will hit the late pick four and uh, everybody can boost their bankrolls for the big weekend that's coming up. And uh, there's a couple of else, something else I want to talk about before we close this uh, in the edition of the podcast out. Uh, you've got your big annual fall handicapping uh, event coming up on Saturday. Most of the top uh, contest players in the country are going to be playing in that one. But there's more of an entry-level one that is on the Friday card. Uh, so tell our listeners about that. There is. Uh, we inaugurated this a few years ago for my big players who come in a day early, but it's also a good opportunity for local players. It's only here at the track. It's a $400 buy-in called the Fall challenge and uh we'll give away at least one bcbc spot and likely two or three nhc spots and it's only 400 bucks it's a 250 dollars bankroll and you bet it pretty much any way you want to inside the race or doubles you can't bet uh pick threes pick fours pick fives pick sixes uh but 
If you want to bet 250 bucks, take a shot on one horse, that's fine. If you want to bet through the day, that's fine. Uh, lots of ways to win it. Registration opens at about uh, 11 a.m. on Friday on the third floor Teenland Grandstand, uh, accessible by Elevator B. So if you're a contest player, make a note of that one for Friday. And if you're just playing the races, we certainly wish you good luck. And if you're in the contest, too, for that matter. But uh, if you can't make it out to the track for this great racing, follow along on, on TV at uh, Keeneland and Keeneland Select, and make sure you have funds in your Keeneland Select account. Uh, we've got a final grade one of the fall meet coming up on Saturday. We'll be back to talk about that in the next edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.